Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, welcome to the show, the greatest story never uh, told podcast, episode number 52. Good Lord. 52. We're like a full deck of cards. We are uh, We're almost at the year point then, wouldn't we be? That's a year. That is yes, a year. 52, yeah, 52 weeks it. in that's, a year. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're at the year point of doing this podcast. Well, no, we took like one week off for, was it, what holiday? But either way, I mean, technically speaking. Oh, no, no, thank you, thank you. Our calendar year, I mean, this is 52. So really, we, this is not a brand new podcast. This has been around for quite some time. We're like old men now. On the oh, podcast I know. We're like Statler and Waldorf. I wonder how. Uh, I wonder how this thing is doing. I wonder if we get some uh, some listeners to check this thing out. I don't know. See, that's yeah. the weird thing about this. Inevitably, like we're talking to each other, uh, mm-hmm. but much like the show, you just have no idea if anyone is. Listening. We've gotten texts before, right? We're doing the show. We are in the middle of the show. We're laughing about something, and then our text line blows up. People are like, "Hey, man, the, the signal cut out at the radio station." But like, it's been off for five minutes. We have no idea. So basically, we found out we'd been talking to ourselves for five minutes. It's impossible for anyone. We don't know. We don't know. We're not too far off. First podcast was recorded on uh, October 23rd of 2019. So we're off by what? Seven, eight, four, 12 days? I'm just going to say, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I've refused to do that math right now. All right. Well, decent, man. Yeah. This is very. De- and don't forget, if you want to be an unofficial sponsor of the Great Story Never Told podcast, uh, do us a favor and uh, make a donation to the three local Fisher houses. You can go and donate nationally if you want uh, on their website, but they do have a uh, place where you can go and designate where your donation is going. And if you would do that for the three local Fisher houses here in the Joint Base uh, Lewis-McCord area, we would greatly appreciate that. Mm. And then you can become an unofficial sponsor. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you've got a business you want to pimp out, whatever the hell the deal is. We don't care. Just podcast, give a donation. Yeah, right. I mean, we, we don't care. We've been, uh, we, we just yeah, want to Promote you your know. podcast on our podcast. Just give a freaking donation to uh, the Fisher house. It's, right? it's, the, it's just that easy. Look it is. It is, it is just that easy. Now, we're recording this before show. All right. Yeah. And, I, and I'm looking at the, uh, the text line. Technically, we will not be on the air for another hour, okay? We will not be on the air doing the live show for another hour. Mm-hmm. Already, it says, men's room better bring their A game today. We need the distraction. Like, can we just get on the show? Can we get in the studio first? Come uh, on, man. I mean, I was often kind of thinking we should let people know, but they'll already know by this time what we're kind of doing today on Sit and Spin. But we've just got a <laughs> a laundry list. Oh, man. It, 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 it just kind of blew up. It's one of these things... Where we kind of smiled at each other and had an idea. Yeah. And, and then we and, dropped and, and, this knowledge on several different coworkers, a few former coworkers, mm-hmm. as it were. And uh, everyone has an idea. Everyone's contributing. And every idea is spectacular. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, the idea, uh, the, the whole thing centers around Motley Crue. Now, as, as far as as far as as far as Motley Crue goes, okay, I'll just I'll give you I'll give you a couple stories. All right. I think I might have told a little bit about this story, but maybe not a lot about this story. So we have had a chance to interview Nikki Six. Mm-hmm. He he is a great guy. He's we, a very nice guy. Yeah, we met him in uh, in Las Vegas. Yep, uh, they were down there with Six A.M. That's his band with uh, DJ Ashba and the other guy who's the lead singer, who I can't remember his name now. They're they're all great guys. They, they were really real are. nice, and it's crazy because dude is a rock legend. He's an icon, right? It's Nikki yep. freaking Six, and people were real excited, and he was. As chill and as cool yeah. as anyone could be. And, and you know what, man? Like, uh, I, I read The Heroin Diaries, a book that he came out with probably three or four years before that. Read that book if you, you know, get the chance. And it's all about his sobriety and, you know, just the year of his life of being in a closet on heroin and freaking out, thinking he's going to die and all this stuff. And, of course, when Steve and I are in Vegas, there's never a moment where there's not a drink in our hand. <laughs> we go up to get pictures, and I'm like, I got a drink. And I'm like, ah, oh, Nikki, man, I'm sorry, man. I'll put this beer someplace. And he goes, hell with that, man. 
F that. He's like, right. drink the damn thing. So, you know, he, he's that kind of a guy. Sure. He's, he's just the nicest guy in the world. Um, we've also interviewed Tommy Lee on the phone. He was a good guy. Uh, he's like he's like your goofy little brother. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he means well. He's funny, not necessarily on purpose. He's, he's just a silly yeah. human being, but a good guy. Mick Mars, we've never got a chance to talk to him. He is the uh, senior member of Motley Crue, and I'm saying that he's the oldest guy in the band. He, he's had some medical issues and things like that. He typically is not the guy who goes out and does press. He doesn't want to he's talk to He's just a family I mean, guy. Right. He's, like, man, look, I'm playing thing. a legendary band. That's good enough for me. And then there's Vince Neil. Oh, boy. And Vince Neil, we, uh, we, we, we interviewed the last time that Motley Crue came into town. They had a day off. It, it seemed like uh, Vince maybe had been enjoying himself a little bit in the afternoon. I don't know. But either way, he was, uh, he was not in the best frame of mind to speak I to I just us. said that. Yeah. Uh, anything that we'd ask him, he just... Uh, a script know. is a story. It's not a story book. He was not... Uh, he, was he wasn't just, nice at any point. He was confrontational. But, but we knew... And look, Vince Neal has that reputation. So we kind of knew, more or less, what we might be stepping into. And uh, Castle had gone through great trouble to get this interview for Because, again, it's Motley Crue, man. So they don't need your help, you know, to sell out concerts. But uh, Castle was real excited and says, hey, man... I worked with the label. You got to talk to managers. There's handlers. There's all this crap that goes on. And in the end, he says, man, I got uh, Vince Neil from Crew. He's going to be on the show. And we're like, okay. You know, and he kind of gives us a look. But he, Castle goes on his way. And then we are introducing the show that day. And it's like, yeah, we got Vince Neil coming up. And we have all these inside jokes. And we're making fun of him. And basically, we're alluding to the fact that the guy's a douchebag. Without saying He is it. a douchebag. And uh, so we go to our first break. And Castle's office used to be directly across the hall from the studio. And Council rarely gets, like, outwardly mad at us, but, I mean, he was pissed, man. So we opened the door, and it's like, is there going to be an effing problem with this? He's like, guys, I had to put a lot of time and energy into and, and he's right. And we're like, look, man, this isn't about you. We're just telling you. We, we just haven't heard good things. So he goes, look, whatever, just shut up about him. You know, you're making it look bad. And it was, okay, our bad, we're sorry. Well, then the interview happens. And I won't go through the entire interview, but just know at the end of the interview, we then open the same studio doors. We're going to smoke, and Castle's in the same office. He looks at us and goes, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, hey, man. Sorry. That, that's all that we were Vince saying Neal about we this guy. Many years ago, uh, when we were in Baltimore, I, uh, Vince Neal was doing what he does, where he goes out and he plays all the crew tunes. Yeah. So it's a club. I'm going to bring out the band. I bring out the uh, Vince Neal band at like 9, 10 o'clock, whenever this is. The idea is, is that this club, this guy is going to pay me in cash, which he always does, under the table. I could have gotten a check. He could have gone to the radio station. This guy paid cash. He paid from the door. That's the way he worked his Sure. So I go down there and do the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Vince Neal. He comes out, you know, and, and Vince at this point is, you know, people have their vision of Vince, and Vince's uh, physical stature had changed quite a bit at this point. This was yeah, the this was worst the be- years. This was man. one of the, the beginning of uh, yeah, what we know to be Vince, <laughs> right? So, you know, he's not doesn't have a lot of energy up on stage. <laughs> None of that, but uh, it's typical Baltimore. You know, you could have had 50 strippers in there or you could have had two strippers in there, but either way, with the 50 women in there, you would have not known which is which. That's right. just kind of how the crowd looked, all right? Sure. I mean, it's so, it's a crowd for Vince Neal. You know what you're getting. Vince does the encore. It's midnight, whatever. And, uh, and Vince uh, decides he, they have uh, procured some uh, recreational things. Vince is going to go into uh, this guy's office, which is just the side, the only door with a lock on it. He's going to hang with these two girls. All right. So me and the owner go to the bar. We're waiting. Everyone has left. The crew has cleaned the place. 
uh, the owner and me are the only two people at the bar. We're doing shots. We're drinking. We're waiting for Vince to get out of the office because that's where his cash drawer is. And that's where he's going to pay me from. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he'd already cashed out the registers and everything else. Uh, he put that in a car with another person who takes that to the bank. Sure. So everything up front. But he's got cash in his office. He's got that in the safe for me. No problem. Well, Vince is in there. You hear all the moaning and all the stuff. And there's, you know. What did that smell like when you Bob, walk in Bob knocks on, or, Bob knocks on the door to try to get in there. And, you know, Vince in there, what? Leave us alone. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's all. my office, man. Yeah. Um, so 3 o'clock in the morning, Vince finally comes out of there. Like me and the other guy, we've done all our recreational activities. We're sitting in the bar like, yeah, like I don't need any more beer. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Vince is in there doing whatever Vince is doing. Who knows? They finally come out. Bob gets in there. I don't get home until 4 o'clock in the morning. And this is all because Vince would not open the door. You know, not the worst thing in the world, but still really inconvenient because I'm doing a morning show. I've got to get up really early. I might as well just go right to work from this. You know, I'm already wired. I'm already up. I'm not going to bed, you know. <laughs> right. Then wasn't there an evening where you guys played or opened up for that band at a casino where, like, you guys had to either clear? Yes, okay. yes, so, yes, 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 yes. God, what? I forgot about no, that. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is honestly got true. I won't say which casino, but uh, we uh, – so the new originals, the house band of KISW. So it's me, it's Castle, it's Migs. Then we got a lot of uh, more qualified musicians that support, right? You got Kyle Court from Superfecta. You get Glenn Cannon from Windowpane and Bruiser Brody. All this it's stuff. A super, it's a super group. Yeah, right? and uh, but we love playing together, and we get this opportunity to do it. And uh, Vince Neil and his band are in town. I guess what the Vince Neil band, whatever. Probably the same band or same same type of incarnation that I saw. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's, he's got some guys that play Motley Crue songs. You know what I mean? They're in a Motley Crue. The tribute band, tribute or whatever. band. He grabs these guys when they're when they're out with Motley Crue. Those guys are out doing the tribute band, sure. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so they're playing the gig, and we're like, all right, you know, that's cool, that's great. You know, he's going to bring in a decent audience, and uh, so we played our gig. I think we had a pretty good show. That might be the show. It might be the show that I talked about before when the uh, Luger came flying out of my nose and landed. But either way, it was the same casino, all right? So we play our show. Everything's cool. We finish up, and uh, like anything, when you're done playing the show, all of us are now backstage. And backstage is not as exciting as you think it is. It's, yeah, sure, maybe there's a little drug use, certainly drinking beers, but just like light beers, stuff like this. Everyone's just talking. And then, as is the case, a very angry manager comes rolling in. You guys have to leave. What are you talking about, man? We're we're not leaving. I mean, we just played a goddamn gig, and like everyone's sweaty, all this. We're just talking. They're like, "Uh, Vince Neal. Needs a dead silent backstage for 10 minutes before showtime. Like, what? They're like, when, and, and this guy, he is, he's demanding of this. Well, now Castle's getting pissed off, right? Because Castle's kind of like, F you. So these guys are going back and forth. And the thing was, all of us had our gear back there, right? You know, I don't have roadies. It's like you have your bass amp. Here's my bass. Glenn has all his crap, all this stuff. The drums are still, they're stacked up in the hall, right? And it's so like, we, we got to go. You can't come back again, even like when the band's on. So Castle and this guy go toe-to-toe. And, I mean, they're not physically, but, I mean, they are just jawing back and forth. So we go out to the casino, get a few drinks, play a few games. Castle finds us and says, look, this is the deal. Just don't go backstage. But once Vince – because I was like, dude, I'm not leaving my gear here. You know what I mean? Like that – none of us are going to do that. So basically it was uh, once Vince gets on stage, then you're allowed backstage – uh, to get your stuff. And Castle was like, you realize we're the radio station that, that facilitated this. Like, we're, 
were the guys that, that, that made this happen for him. Didn't matter. Didn't freaking matter. And I don't know what the deal was, but Vince, I saw him briefly. We didn't speak, but it just seemed like a douche. You know, it's like he, like he's mean mugging you, and it's like, I just played. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. sure, I'm, I'm not here to meet you. I'm not even excited that you're here. I'm kind of indifferent to the fact that you're here, but I just played here. That's why I am backstage. That's why any of us are backstage. Just musicians. There's no girlfriends. There's no wives. Just us. Like, why does he have to be such a douche? Well, we why? always made the joke that he needed the quiet because he was digesting. Yeah, that was... <laughs> he needed 10 minutes to digest his food. And so, obviously, you know, uh, we have uh, we, we crack some jokes about the uh, the interactions. But today, I, uh, well, actually, you guys are going to hear this at a different time. No, it's going to be today. You're going to hear this today. And then you'll, and you'll know what we've done. But we have... Uh, it's a we, tribute okay, to Vince. It's a tribute, but here's what you need to know. Vince Neal has a restaurant in Las Vegas. They are closed right now because of COVID. Oh, that's right. Or whatever the deal is. All right. So he does have a restaurant, which I'm sure he's eaten there. Many times. I'm sure he has because, you know, he probably gets a comp dinner. So he's in there like, you know, he's probably got his own table. Give me a steak. He's probably got his own mug on the wall for his beer. You know, the whole deal. But uh, hopefully uh, you get a chance to listen to this. But what we are doing is uh, we are doing uh, some bands that have been renamed by Vince Neal. Mm-hmm. So bands that you know and love, but if Vince were in charge, he would uh, he would have a different name for the bands based on some of the things that he likes. Now we could give you an example. Well, to, instead of naming bands, let's say if he got to name his bandmates in Motley Crue, it would be like Nikki Sixpiece or Mick Mars Bar, right? Yeah, or Tommy Sarah Lee. Yeah, Tommy Sarah Lee. You see what I'm saying? So, so there's the band right there. That, that, the those band would have been delicious. the names. And he, he would be Vince Meal. Right. <laughs> Are we mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah right. Is it childish? Or, it absolutely. Or minced veal. Right. Either way. <laughs> so, What was the album? Shot at the, hor- shot at the Devils on Horseback? Yeah, or Shot exactly. at the Double Cake? Right, exactly. And if it's Shot at the Double Cake, it's not a pentagram on the cover anymore. It yeah. is a slice of pie. Right. Dr. Feel Good in Plenty's. <laughs> grills, grills, grills. <laughs> grills, grills, grills. So, uh, yeah. So We got the Kutzlag Grill. Being that uh, Vince has been so kind. <laughs> Home sweet years. home fries. We uh, we have determined that we are going to pay tribute to Vince Neil and his creativity and the things that he knows and loves on today's sentence. Absolutely. Uh, we hope you really enjoy it. This might be a two-parter. It could possibly be. A it could be a six-parter. We might be able to finish the year with this damn thing on sentence. You got to remember, there's only a few weeks left. Oh yeah. Away we go. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man! A Double Flush production.